Hi, you've reached 1-800-PODCAST with Nikki, Lauren, and Carly. We're away from the phone right now, but the hotline is always open. Leave us a message and ask us about your podcast. Hey guys, this is Nick. I just launched my podcast. What are the best ways to monetize it? Is it through ads, affiliate marketing? Would love your feedback. Okay, so believe it or not, you can make money when you first start your podcast. I think there's just like a few things to be mindful of because you're growing an audience. You don't want to overwhelm them with like pushes, calls to actions, asks of them because it can be really a just a turnoff, I think. And um, what you're there to do is serve and serve your people, serve your listeners. So that's what you want to focus on first and foremost. However, there are some fun little ways you can like sprinkle in monetization from the start. And I really like to think of it as almost as viewing yourself as like an influencer, like a creator. And you can set yourself up with affiliate marketing and affiliate partnerships is probably the easiest, quickest thing to do right off the bat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue that there's one easier, quicker thing. Go. Oh. We always look at everybody else to like make us money in our revenue streams. But what can you do? Like, What can you look inside your related existing products or services or a low-hanging fruit of something new you can launch that, that you can control? Yes. Um, that feels related like to the content that they're coming here for. There is great affiliate deals that will feel natural um, with what you're talking about and will flow with the conversation or content. But I would say often they're listening to you because they might be thinking about buying a product or service of yours that you already have. Yes. So don't forget to promote those. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely the easiest thing because you own everything. You can talk about everything. Like you said, people are there to listen to you likely because they're interested in what you're already offering. So kind of just organically wrapping that into your messaging again, do it sporadically when you're first starting because you really don't want that to become your podcast because it will turn people off and turn them away. Um, But then on the note of the affiliate partnerships, you can, the key with affiliates is you really need to find things that make sense energetically, have a lot of synergy, really like work with what you stand for, what you're all about and what you talk about. Like for example, for us, like what would be a really great affiliate partnership with us? So not dog food. Not dog food. (laughs) No. But like something like partnering with a podcast hosting platform like Libsyn, reaching out to them, like how many can we get a special code to offer to our listeners to sell Libsyn subscriptions and do like something like that would be perfect for us because it makes sense. I have a question for both of you. Have you guys ever seen a situation maybe with one of your clients or someone that you know um, that has been really surprised along the lines of like landing a really sweet affiliate you know partnership or something like that yeah I and I feel like the nice thing about like the setup there is like sweet like it is like you get to define what success in that area is and like what your goals are so we actually had a friend we all know this friend who launched their podcast it was brand new and they just unapologetically reached out to a company and they were like hey I've got this podcast. Would you like to sponsor? And they got free product for something they were already using. They would have purchased otherwise. And now they like were a testing the water, showing like they could create conversion, getting people used to having like this like sponsors on their show. 
but they were also getting free product that was a win for them personally Mm. so like i think sometimes like looking in um and that product again i think should be related if we started doing dog food just because it you know (laughs) they have a dog because they have a dog (laughs) it would feel like a stretch but for them it was very much aligned and it was saving them money and so he's like why not do Mm -hmm. this and so i think those are great places to look like look inside and be like what would my listener find value out of i think too this makes a good point of like shifting your mindset on how you're making money you don't always have to be making money you could just be getting things in return that you're already spending money on so you're not exactly you know gaining money but you're saving money and so tracking that in a spreadsheet is a really would just really give you a great bird's eye view into like the money that you're saving for things that you already spend on okay so question how do you know who to reach out to okay so this really kind of this kind of like wraps into my pitching tips because i've got some unique ways to source contact information um, you really just kind of have to get scrappy with research, Googling. Like, do some little, like, stalking. Do action. some stalking. <laughs> like, have, like, a hook that you can offer. I remember, like, I pitched a podcaster once and I found out he went to the college I went to. Or no, he went to the rival college I went to. Oh so the first thing I said was, like, you know, kind of like the funny little terms that you use. Like, whatever. I'm getting off on a tangent, but, um, and it like instantly hooked him. He like responded right away and was, you know, kind of like having that rival banter and got my client booked on his podcast and it was a big podcast. And like, so little things like that, you'd be so surprised, um, really have like a positive personal effect. Um, but in terms of finding the contact information, you just got to get scrappy. You don't need all of these expensive platforms like Zoom info or whatever that one is, like so expensive or like Ascision, which is thousands and thousands of dollars a year. Like you don't need any of that stuff. You just got to get scrappy. Yeah. Okay. So one more question. When I could ask a million questions, but when do you know like it's the right time to like hire a team, like maybe an agency to support you with some of the stuff? Because... Like, when do you know that it's time to get some support? There's there's no, like, rule. I think really the things to keep in mind are um, how much you want to sprinkle throughout your podcast that has to do with sponsorships and partnerships and asks. You want to be very careful about that. It's a fine line to walk because listeners will get very annoyed and they will leave right away. Um, the other thing to think about, and I think this is kind of more of like a like concrete guideline, are your downloads per episode. So 5,000 downloads per episode is really where things can start picking up. And I think you really can have a good case to make for yourself for why brands should be paying you to be on their podcast. Um, 10,000 downloads per episode is like you're golden. You could probably start pitching yourself to networks. 
Um, the thing about networks is some of them will require you to sign your soul over to the devil and you might not want to do that. Give up your IP, which is your intellectual property or anything like that. Read the terms. <laughs> Read the terms coming from the lawyer. Um, and actually a case with one of my clients and networks, um, she has been building this podcast for years and years and it's obviously very near and dear to her heart. And she, it, it, garners so many downloads per episode and deserves all of the attention and the money in the world, right? From brands. But um, the best way to get to really maximize your money through a podcast is through a network because they primarily focus on um, acquiring ad partnerships and they sell your show with a group of shows which make up that network. And that's really how you make the most money the fastest. However, there's obviously pros and cons to that depending on the network. So this client of mine has had like numerous networks come to her. She's been in talks with several of them. They have just never kind of fit the bill for her because she's like, I'm not giving up my IP. I'm not giving up like the direction of my content. I don't want to do that. And she ended up coming across a deal with a network that was just like, you operate your podcast the way you're doing it now, but I want you to be under our network umbrella with all these other shows so that we can just really create like a cool kind of, I don't know, like a different kind of network that houses all of these similar podcasts under one another. I was going to say, can anyone like pull an Oprah and just start their own network? <laughs> do I do that? Yeah, I mean, Nikki, <laughs> I want to, but that's a whole other conversation. I think the takeaway I'm, I'm taking from that story, too, is don't be, and this is probably a good place to end the episode, yeah. is do not be so desperate to monetize that you get away from the long-term vision of your podcast and that you give up things that are going to harm you in the long-term, compromise your content, um, and also, I think compromise your energy for recording mm -hmm. because if it if it gets away from why you're here and what excites you about the podcast, you're not going to want to keep it up. So finding deals that excite you, trying out different things, try out different calls to actions, different placement. I know we can get into that in more detail at another time, but play with it, like have fun with it because I think that exciting energy will actually shine through when you're kind of pitching, um, you know, either affiliates, your own deals, sponsors, whatever it may be. If you have that energy, people are, are going to pick up on that. Yeah, we touched on a lot of different little concepts here. And we'll dive deeper into them in other episodes, such as, you know, more pitching strategy, exactly how networks operate, all of that good stuff. So more to come. tune in. If you have any questions around podcasting, if you're struggling within your podcast or you have, you know, little situations that you feel like you need a little support, just pick up that phone and well, dial 1-800-PODCAST. Well, actually, it's a it's virtual. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go on to our website. I want to visualize them picking up. A phone. You know what, though? You can record it on your phone if that makes you feel better. It feels more authentic. <laughs> but it will be an audio recording that you can drop into our virtual mailbox on our website. There it goes. Ooh, I, I like your voice right there, Lauren. <laughs> on our website. <laughs> See you next time.